out a long ball over the top for Alvaro Negredo, who hits it first time. Spectacular. Negredo looking for his second. He gets it. Holds it up. Torres shot. Torres scores. And it could be more as Kolarov goes into the area. Pulls it back. Smashed home by Edin Dzeko. James and Chris are two West Ham punters. They run the Knees Up Mother Brown podcast. Let's start with you, James. Are you as, as depressed as every other West Ham correspondent we've had this evening? <laughs> it's, a, it's a really tough, a really tough time, and I don't, I don't really know what the answer is. I genuinely don't. Chris, do you know what the answer is? Who else is there to replace him? There's no one, apart from, from my favourite candidate, Harry Redknapp. I 100% disagree. <laughs> <laughs> no offside and Carlton Cole will score. Andy Carroll is coming on. Good ball by Carroll. No ball. Finishes it. A heroic display. Celebrated joyously. Welcome to episode 17 of the Knees Up Mother Brown West Ham podcast and what a difference a week makes. Yeah, we're back in winning ways and it's amazing just to watch Match of the Day after a, oh. a, a long absence. It really just changes your whole weekend. Match of the Day better. goes on Sunday and Match of the Day too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that Match yeah. of the Day special I have on Sunday afternoon, I watch more. I saw the goals. <laughs> match of the Day times. 3, or just <laughs> online exclusive. Yeah. And then you go on YouTube to watch the Saudi Arabian version of the highlights <laughs> yeah. with commentary you can't understand. Yeah. Yeah. My paper shirt would close down and Well, as you can hear, we've got two awesome guests in the studio <laughs> for you this week. Firstly, uh, the big, big brains behind Extra Factor Season 2. Season two of the best series. The best series, as everyone knows. The ja- Empire Strikes Back <laughs> of the X Factor world. James Longman. Yes, hello. Welcome back. I'm on good form. Feeling better? Well, you've been a judge. <laughs> I feel on good form. <laughs> and joining us in the studio, back by popular demand, it's... Romfudge! Yes, that's right. <laughs> Using X Factor contacts to deliver a voiceover as good as this. Romfudge! That's right. People pay good money for that, Romford. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Dear me, I've never heard that thing like that. Say hello to guys in the dark, say hello. Romfudge! Good evening, everyone. Yeah, welcome back to your welcome. second appearance on the show. I'll try and be out of myself. Yeah. <laughs> Don't. You've heard Chalks last week. We want it. We want an equally oh, raucous... Oh, piss all over you, shit, shit. <laughs> Bloody hell. To be fair, he it. swore after about 20 seconds, yeah. so... Um, oh, what what, what worry, we clocking man. in at there, something like He's that. He's a yeah. mockney from Kent. So <laughs> yeah. oh, Got a proper yeah. geezer the in the war, studio, The war words begins. Elstone. Right. On this show, we're going to be talking about... With 6-0 defeat against Manchester City but it, that's kind of far away because um, far away in the mind because after that uh, we had a heroic 2-0 victory away to Cardiff which makes um, survival seem a more realistic possibility after that uh, we'll talk about whether the pressure on Big Sam has been eased uh, joining us on the phone we're going to have the editor-in-chief of Knees Up Mother Brown, Brown Graham Howlett will be joining us we'll talk about some transfer gossip uh, and then Thomas Hitzelsberger Coming out. The hammer. What does that mean? I'm sure Romford's got some frank views on that. 
Bless him. No, he's, he's, he's a shame he didn't come out and, and uh, was a man. See, I don't understand all this, you know. Save the gold. We, save the gold. We saw, this is a, this, <laughs> oh, I'm not saving the gold. We saw at Manchester Piccadilly Station on the way yeah. home the other day, the worst transvestite I have ever seen. <laughs> right, was seriously, he wearing a West Ham kit? I didn't know. Oh, it, oh, it was shocking. It really was shocking. And it just made me think, you can get away with anything these days. Good luck, Tom. There you go. If you, if you are that transfer, uh, that transvestite, <laughs> get you to the transvestite. <laughs> and you um, can play up front. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so we're talking about Hits for Spurger. Uh, a d- desperate, uh, depressing Dan will be joining us on the phone for a one minute rant this week about Hull City, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and finally, the headline act on this week's show. Woof! Mad Dog, Martin Allen, my favourite player as a kid. The first name I ever got on my shirt. Martin Allen. When we started doing this podcast and we were talking about guests, he was the number one for me. Mad Dog will be joining us on the show, Romford. So that's you and Mad Dog. I've got so many questions to ask. Oh my God, (laughs) really? The the running and celebrating in front of the the empty area. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's funny you bring that... Why did he do it? So when I was a kid and I first started going to West Ham, that game he did that was one of my first games. And as a kid, you're like... What's he done that for? I was <laughs> yeah. so confused. And I was like, why is no one there? What is he doing? Uh, you couldn't understand that this guy would that be That sums somewhere. him up, though. I know. He's such a character. That waistcoat the other day sums him up. <laughs> oh, yes. him about that. Yeah, the spider crawling up here. Right, like, fearless. <laughs> fearless. Fearless, man. Okay, great. So that's the how the show is going to sound. Martin Allen, so excited about Martin Allen. Oh, my fucking God. Okay, so feedback from the last show in which we had Frank McAvenny. Frankie Mac. Yeah, some feedback from Frank McAvenny. Great yeah. chatting to you guys. Speak to you in a couple of weeks. We're going to do a Frank McAvenny just a special, just on Frank McAvenny and his career. Uh, Romford, he's quite a character, right? Well, man, usually around the corner of me as well. Yeah. He had this, um, he had this, uh, the old days of the Capri when it used yeah. to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? He had the special Capri with the wheels and all oh. that lot. And I, oh, Frankie McAvenny, brilliant. <laughs> I mean, oh, he just, he's everything. He's everywhere. Charisma and, yeah. you know the what I mean? He the drugs, the girls, the football. You see him now, and he takes you back to that time yeah. when we was good. Yeah. <laughs> you know? 800 pound a week he started on. Really? I know that for a fact. Wow. 800 pound a week he come down from Scotland. You must have crossed paths in the 80s in the nightclubs, oh, string yes. fellas. Oh, yeah. Well, not so much string fellas, but I, 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 around here as well, around so Solo, low, yeah. he was always about. He, he was a bit of a boy, you know what I mean? And I'd usually it was other clubs who had the bit of a boy, yeah. you know, but yeah. for once, oh. we was top of the show. Everyone wanted to be with Frankie McAvenny, you know what I mean? <laughs> Charlie Nicholas would come in and no one wanted to know him, yeah. you know, even though he was at the Arsenal, they wanted to be with Frankie Mac, because he had charisma. Yeah. You know? To give context how Romford knew him, he Romford was a dancer. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. In my <laughs> strictly pole. Yes. Pole and modern. Pole. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we had, uh, so that was a great McAvenny interview last week, and I uh, really enjoyed that. Stepney said, I love McAvenny's answer to the big Sam and his stats. The boy can either play or he can't play. Doesn't matter how much stats you want to fling it there. It was my McAvenny impression. Yeah, or not Stepney's impression. Oh, okay. No, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, had a, we had some feedbacks from a guy called Julian Dix. Bastard, uh, feedback from a guy called Julian Dix who said, good piece, mate. Yeah, that was the news WH News WHUFC on Twitter got in touch to say, feeling weirdly optimistic. Here's the being fourth shittest. And which we currently are, fourth shittest. Yeah, fourth shittest. I mean, well, we, we're, on, we're well en route. Um, some international listeners now. Will Owens, a Chicago hammer. Cheers for another depressing podcast. Tuning in from home in Chicago. Trapped inside because of two foot of snow and minus 50 degree, uh, 50 Celsius wind chill. 
wow, that's a polar vortex. But what a city, though. What a city to be yeah. stuck in, you know what I mean? Well, it oh, is the windy city, Chicago. though. I love the place. Uh, slightly warmer climbs. Israeli Hammer got in touch. Just finished listening on a bus on my way to Tel Aviv University here in sunny Israel. That's nice, isn't it? Well, yeah. Can't see, get off it quickly. What's <laughs> going on out there right now? Come on, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Romper's thinking of you, Israeli Hammer. We had Serge Knizizevich. He's, he's, he's Australian, isn't he? It's Yugoslavian originally, but he's in Australia. Shnezovic? Yes, Shnezovic. Oh, I wish I could pronounce it. Uh, I have some magic How many Western... How Scrabble? What's that? <laughs> I don't know. 74. Told. You complete Scrabble if you get this. Uh, I have some magic West Ham stories to tell you, like the time I went to church with my West Ham jersey up my shirt and prayed to the bloke upstairs that we would beat Oldham in the League Cup semi-final first leg. Of course, we know what happened. God is obviously not a West Ham supporter. No. No. <laughs> oh, you just went to the wrong gap, yeah. I reckon. <laughs> uh, so, listening in Australia, which is awesome. Um, what else have we got? Switzerland. Uh, Switzerland. Switzerland. Oh, Witters. Oh, yeah. Just finished listening to this episode this afternoon. Witters says, and as I know, you like to tick off the list of countries that the podcast reaches. I live in Switzerland. So, that's Switzerland. Oh, actually, I think I've actually met Witters, if I remember rightly. So, really? that geezer I, I helped out involving uh, where we had a load of. Um, after after a friendly yeah. and everyone was who was West Ham was yeah. on Mark Coach apart on one geezer yeah so I turned around and I went well can't leave that geezer out there all these geezers with the um tear gas things yeah. and someone had put um, a rose down it and all that lot. so we jumped onto our bus and we drove him along and then we, we you know drove him back yeah. 200 yards and dropped him off oh. so if that's Witters he owes you, you one. owe me a beer he owes you one Where's that's about nine pound in bleeds Witters if that's true that he owes you one please get in touch <laughs> so we can arrange that the bank transfer <laughs> Uh, Happy Hammer 52. Did anyone else think Chalk sat on the fence regarding Redknapp? He's pretty, <laughs> he's pretty really on Redknapp, didn't he? Where do you stand on Redknapp, Chaz? Davis Paolo de Canio. Yeah. Sorry. Do you like him? Sorry. Uh, I like the Canio. Um, Good times. Mets away. Well, I mean, Mets away was the greatest away game I went to. Really? Um, I met Harry a couple of times. I met him in China. Yeah. And he was a lovely geezer. Yeah. Um, top man, you know. And, okay, yeah, we all know what he'd done, and whatever, but he did give us a bloody good football team. Yeah, he took the money, and, yeah, he lives in a nice gaff. The bottom line is, he gave us a team to watch. And, yeah. you know, that's what I go to West Ham for. Yeah. I'm very, you know what I mean? And in the end, we shouldn't have been, the people in charge should have stopped him from taking that money out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that's what I mean? Right. Yeah. But, I concur. Um, Danny Shea said, did anyone else hear a thumping noise in the background while listening to the last episode? Uh, yes, Danny, you did. That was a washing machine. We don't know where. So, I hope that cleared that up. <laughs> <laughs> we actually don't know where. Um, last week we were talking about wingers and, um, you know, you, I think you were saying you're a little, you know... A little bit fancy. A little bit fancy. Uh, so, Hammers 1975, in defence of wingers, Mark Ward, he wasn't a fanny. No. Tough as tough as nails. I'll let him go. Uh, lastly, on term, in terms of feedback, we have some feedback about Rufus Brevet. Andrew Haggerstone chalked on spot on regarding Brevet and most of the other points. Uh, Andy Jimenez, I've got fond memories of Brevet. Um, and then West Ham Matt, who's very vocal on the Knees of Mother Brown forum. Chris Slagginoff Brevet dropped me out. He was brilliant when he joined and gave our back four real balance alongside the murders of Johnson on the other side. That's the only positive thing West Ham Matt said. <laughs> <laughs> and it's about Brevet. <laughs> 
Like, I just watched reading the forum today. It was a battle. It was amazing. When we had our first game, when we went down, yeah. um, we played at Preston. Yeah. Well, Dot is done. 2 1, wasn't so it? Yeah. A load of idiots bought these Rupert's Spirit Brevet buttons. And they were so cheap. All the, all the black stuff was going down <laughs> in places. But he was the only one we recognised on the pitch because the rest of them, they was picking them up along the M1 and M6 as they come along. Yeah, yeah right. we didn't know half the players. But yeah, Rupert's yeah. Brevet, because he had his big head. Uh, I thought it was all right. Do you like, you know, yeah. Yeah. I thought he was all right. I didn't think he was brilliant. Carrick's went on about him like he was brilliant. No, he was. Yeah. You, but you didn't have to be a great player in them days, did you? No. Know? When he played the QPR, you never yeah. turned around and thought, oh, yeah. Rupert's yeah. Brevet or whatever. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, but yeah. he weren't that bad and yeah. he didn't cost a lot of money. So, you it's know what right. I mean? Just give him the championship. Exactly. Um, right. Speaking of the championship, it felt like <laughs> after the 6 0 defeat against City. We were heading there, um, but then we've had a good week, and essentially, I think there was a weird stat that it's our best week for a long time, because we've got three points in it, despite losing 6-0. <laughs> best week! <laughs> I know! It was our best two out. Uh, <laughs> best, best week ever. Um, so, I mean, we had the capitulation against City, but then a great performance against Cardiff. Um, Romford, how has this week treated you? Well, what were you like been after a the... bloody nightmare, to be fair. <laughs> I come back uh, Manchester, got about three o'clock in the afternoon, looked mm. at me mates and thought, I ain't going to Cardiff. I had a ticket in my hand, I had an hotel booked and all that life. I thought, I can't, I can't face it anymore. And then what goes and happens? So this is, I've got to stop going to football. Yeah, <laughs> you're, I've got to stop you're going. You know what I mean? But, I mean, like, it was just amazing. I mean, Carlton Cole to finish, finish oh, the yeah. first chance he had. <laughs> you know? When does he ever get one out of one? You know <laughs> what I mean? Oh, my God. It's and Mark Noble. What a oh, geezer. Mate, unbelievable what, effort, wasn't it? What a player. What a, I still say it, and everyone slags me down. Yeah. If he played with the Arsenal, yeah. if he played with the he, he could get in that team and he could hold a place. It's just because yeah. he's playing with our, our bunch of Muppets yeah. that he's, he's not... He could hold a place in that team. He yeah. really could. I think he could. Yeah. And uh, he's 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 here, there, and everywhere, and all. You think of the jobs he's got to do. Oh, his pass stats are incredible, isn't he? He's like he's got the third highest pass because successful completion rate in the Premiership or something. Exactly. Yeah. So, and I mean, you you in a team that, that plays in different positions all the time. So no, I mean, mm. you know, if it weren't for him, we'd be down already. Yeah. It'd be tired, you know. Yeah. Uh, James, after the six 0 defeat, what, where we, where was your head? Uh, I was in a pretty bad place. <laughs> it's been a real... I mean, it's been a tough month, six weeks, you know. When we were getting by with all the draws, it was kind of OK. And then it's been a real tough run, hasn't it? And being a... After Notts Forest and then Man City, it started to become... You just can't keep waking up thinking, is this it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every morning, no matter what you try to put it aside, and I know it's only football, but it does, it's a mood that kind of hovers over you all day, and yeah, you forget yeah, about it, and yeah. suddenly you remember. And the city, and the main thing about the city, and I didn't go, I watched on TV, painfully on TV, and I kind of, it's just the, the lack of fight in that match, which I'm sure Ronfield yeah. will tell you about, just that there wasn't any. And yeah. that's, that's what, and I think, it's an easy thing as a footballer show fight want the ball mm. show passion that's all you really want to see from your team and that was just I, I, part, someone said I wonder if Allardyce just said go out don't get injured <laughs> yeah. from, from what I heard somebody turned around I, I know two facts from that afterwards I left mm. out with a third goal I thought I'm going to yeah. bang someone here <laughs> I, I just left jumped outside went in a pub had a row in that pub, went to another pub after that, and anyway, cut a long story short, <laughs> I, I had the right raving up, and I calmed down and everything, and there was a telly on, and I looked up, and there was a stat. 
We only done nine tackles in the whole of that game. No way. Nine wow. tackles. We've lost six nil, and they've had more shots on goal than we've had tackles. How does that work? Yeah. You know, now you don't want to have a pop at Roger Johnson because, yeah, okay, he made himself look stupid when he was coming back and he's, yeah. you know. But, but Christ, surely if you if you can't put a tackle in, yeah. you know what mm. I'm getting at? How far was he going to retreat? Yeah. He was nearly in France, for Christ's sake. <laughs> so he was in with away fans. When you watch it back, <laughs> when you watch it back, you're, just, you're thinking, right, parry him, parry him, parry him. You're thinking, defender's getting back, defender's yeah. getting back, defender's there. Now, go, go. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. no. Oh, get cut. No. Oh, oh, well, that was it. <laughs> that was, that was yeah. when I thought, I've got to go. Yeah. That's it. And, oh, dear. Yeah. It was, I mean, it, and in the, when you turn around and look at it, yeah, it was always going to happen. They're a good side city, you mm, know what I mean? Yeah. They've got plenty of options. Yeah. They're, they're, they're a but you don't expect team. to lose 6-0. But what you do is you kick them up in the air, don't you? Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? You let them know you're there. You get tight yeah. on them. Yeah. You don't do that. No. Do you think that I went through the cobblers and ripping my bloody coat at Nottingham Forest? <laughs> right? The coat gate, the Thomas Hill figure gate, <laughs> right? Ripping my coat. What happened? What happened? Oh, what well, what's happened is... <laughs> Right. I mean, I'm, I'm quite a portly man, you know what I mean? Yeah. He does the oh, muscle than you think. Healthy looking. Yeah, Healthy Christmas. looking. I yeah. like that. Yeah. I like that. And <laughs> what they've got is they've got these turnstiles and they, they've got a little, they, they've got yeah. metal thing coming out. So it's like when the old days everyone tried to push yeah. through, no one was going to get through this fucker, you know? Oops, sorry. Yeah. Right? Well, I wasn't going to get through that thing anyway. So I had yeah. to squeeze through and all my pop studs ripped off. So anyway, I went and got the steward and all that lot, and he weren't having none of it and all that. Anyway, I complained, and I'm going to sue him now. Go yes. sue Nottingham Forest. Yes. I'm Revenge. coming out of you, you slags. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Robin Hood. Oh, <laughs> um, so, I mean, straight off the, off the back of that city, city result, we had a, a magnificent result. We showed all the heart that we never showed against. But why didn't the club make more of Andy Carroll coming back those few days? Yeah. You know what I mean? We <laughs> still thought that we, he weren't going to come back. Yeah. I, well, I would I have had pictures of him every five minutes doing the old Coca-Cola advert, yeah. the ball up in the air, anything to get him on Sky Sports News. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's back. He's back. Why? Because you would have gone to Cardiff. Well, I wouldn't have gone to Cardiff. <laughs> well, I would have done, actually. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? It, yeah. it, it was just to get that good well, feeling back. Because last they made a big deal about his comeback before and then yeah. he got injured, so I thought maybe. Constantly. Yeah, yeah, it's a constantly, a, we constantly shoot ourselves in the foot of those things when we announce yeah. it and then it doesn't oh, happen. Oh, yeah. I've got to admit, our old media department, they must turn around and be, oh, no. Even things like the transfer dealings and players coming and all that stuff, it all comes out and then it doesn't happen. It takes three times longer now. I mean, Arsenal even get players out bloody passport don't they <laughs> I mean how does it work <laughs> we need to get some people sod Brady and get someone who went to Eton who can get round these things yeah. you know what I mean we need connections we don't need boobs yeah. we need Eton not Eton yeah. things that's it we need tits um, from Eton so, so Ronford, you're you're famous for making predictions about us. So you usually get it right, don't you? In yeah, terms of whether yeah. we're going to stay up or go down. Yeah, Graham yeah. Ramsey yeah. said last well, time. I, I was sure. I was sure we was down. And usually, I quite enjoy the damn bit because Why? if you well, if you go everywhere and all that, yeah. lot, it costs almost much to get in. You're talking to real fans. Um, the trains don't cost us much. It's more fun. It's yeah. much more fun. And you win a few games. Yeah. You know, it's no fun yeah. getting up. At, Oh, no, what was it? R5 ought to get up at Nottingham Forest. You know, you yeah. knew he was going to play a, a plastic team. Well, I mean, you thought he'd play a few kids, but you didn't think he'd yeah, play that yeah, many. Yeah. 
And I mean, like, you're not getting home till nine o'clock at night. You know, there's no and fun in it. And then you're that. taking your boy as well. Yeah. So not only is every rand costing you yeah. twice as much, because he's having epoxy coke and all that lot, but he's moaning all the way home, Dad, why'd you bloody bring me? <laughs> <laughs> so, at least if you win a few games... But not enforcing the championship. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? And they only had art team yeah, there yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this is another thing. Don't forget as well. You look at the support at Forest. Forest Amazing, only right? had about 12,000 there. Yeah. Man City, I don't even know what the numbers was, but it was empty. Yeah. You know, if that was us, in the cup and all that, oh, they, this team don't, support, don't deserve the support we give them. Really don't. And mm. it's, we've been saying it for years, and it's a sad thing. Yeah. Uh, it just gets you in the end, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. not the money, it's the effort. and it, if yeah. you, It's the, like if it's a Sunday. And it's another thing, back going, Dan, Saturday, three o'clock! Every week, it's <laughs> lovely. You get a Sunday oh, home, Sunday roast. Oh, <laughs> lovely! All this bloody going around and forth. Half the time, I don't know what the kickoff time is. I just yeah. when everyone leaves yeah. the pub, I just follow them there. I really, honestly, I haven't got a clue what time kickoff times are these days. <laughs> you know, someone's told me I've got a party um, on uh, the, the night. The Swan- Swansea game's been changed. Didn't it? Twelve forty-five. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? I would have turned up at one o'clock down the pub and missed the first half. I really didn't have a clue. <laughs> yeah. Didn't have a clue. <laughs> so, three o'clock. That's so, what we want. Oh, are we going to stay up though, Romford? <sighs> Did I say? Oh, no. I'm going to change my, my point of view. I think he's going to do it. Stay up? Yeah, I think he's going to do it. Oh, God. I, 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 I don't know why. It was, the, it was the players being together. Yeah, they all celebrating all together and, and all that. I mean, you think of how we, we've ch- everyone keeps on telling me Joel Cole's dead and all this caper and he's no, we're not playing. He's never been a right bloody winger, is yeah. he? You mm. know, yeah, he, he's in the hole. You know, yeah. he's in the hole. Okay, yeah, he's he's not as fit as he once was, but he is one person who's going to score a goal. You give him a chance, yeah, he'll, he'll put score. It away. He'll put it away. You know, yeah. he's proved that. Yeah, put playing in the position. And you'd think he'd be... He was jumping all over yeah, his stuff. Yeah, loving it, he's celebrating. And again, the thing about Nolan. Everyone I know at the Cubs is Nolan is a proper geezer. Yeah. You know? So he's still got your back in as captain? Well, no. But all right. <laughs> well, again, Fulham, Fulham to me was the disaster, but it might change it around a bit. He needed a couple of games off. Yeah. Sam should have said, give yourself a rest or whatever, stick Morrison in that hole... And see how it goes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. mean, Morrison's a totally different, di- different story now, but there, there should have been someone there. If you if you can't hit a barn door with a banjo, stop giving the geezer the banjo. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, and then, I just think a couple of games, you know? Yeah. But the team spirit's there. It looks there. You've got to be positive. Yeah, yeah, You've got to yeah. be positive. Wow. When you get a blank from a bird, you don't turn around and go to the ugliest bird in the world, do you? You yeah. go with a mate. <laughs> Good <laughs> advice. Yeah. What do you think, James? Well, Stand I don't know. Up. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, I do think we'll stop. Good. <laughs> I'm putting it out there. No, what, it's what, what Romford said. What, wherever that footage come from, I love what we loved about Allardyce, and we've said it before, is the team spirit. And the fact that all the players celebrate when we score. Even when my eager f- hit finally hits the net, like, all the players really celebrate with him. Um, and watching Cardiff, watching that stuff on a bench, I loved. Nolan and Cole, hugging, yeah, Nolan yeah. And Cole jumping all over each other, hugging like Allardyce, Neil McDonald, everyone get involved. Love that. I loved uh, 
the tunnel stuff. I don't know where that came from, but a footage of him in the tunnel after a match, all I like shaking hands. That. It's brilliant. Oh. What's, what, tell me, explain it. What's it happens? Uh, it's Tompkins standing there, yes. obviously having been sent off, and all the players come in one by one, they're all kind of shaking hands and hugging all of that. It's, it, it's, t- it's just outside our dressing room. Yeah. It's really good. Changing room. Dressing room. room, yeah. Whatever. Changing room. Changing room. Changing room. TV's dressing Lawrence room. Lawrence Bone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's, I love it. I love yeah. seeing I love seeing a team that like each other and mm. that kind of team spirit. And I love watching it. And the tunnel stuff. And then there's that funny stuff of no loons, you and Carol. There's been loads of really positive things. Yeah. And it's been dreadful yeah. for a long time. So it's yeah. nice to be feeling good. Yeah. And Newcastle is going to be super tough. I know we'll get into that in a minute. We'll be super tough. But for now, I just think we should... So the way well you've got to give that we're staying mad. He said about it a number of times on the, on the thing. You've got to win two games in a row. Yeah. Well, this and is, that this won't mean nothing. A Newcastle lost four, but that. we'll talk about it. In, in they're a, a good team, Newcastle, yeah. though. Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, let's if you would have told yeah. me that Pardew... I, I, I know we we'll don't chat in a minute, <laughs> but if you would have told me Pardew could get yeah. that team working like that... Yeah. Oh, uh, nice. The but it just shows you what you can do if yeah. you get a motivated team with all the players going in the right direction. It's a crap league. You're in tenth place, winning two games. Yeah, you really are up there, and yeah. we can do that. Yeah. All we've got to do is get a few people scoring, get Winston Reid back. Winston Reid's been the biggest the loss rock. ever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I don't like the fact we're not getting much notice back on our fit years and all that. Mm. Caper and well, yesterday, I reckon within three weeks. That's the latest. So he was only supposed to be three weeks when he when he came out. Yeah, he? but then they were, then they said then it was like someone said at one stage all season. But I reckon and this is from literally the horse's mouth. Yesterday I was told it was within three weeks. That'll make a huge difference massive, to us. massive. Yeah. And ha- just having Tompkins back on Saturday, I know he went off, but just having him back makes a big difference. Yeah. But again, I, I was listening to Sky. And the way that Charlie Nicholas made Tompkins sound as if he kicked the bloke in the head, and I you know, it was I was surprised. He didn't see the bloke there. Yeah. He was just yeah. the the case was a bit too quick and got his head there, and and that was yeah. it. You didn't see why he got sent off, and we're not moaning about that or whatever. But you can see what Tompkins was doing. There was no malice in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, if you listen to Gazer and Sky, he should have been banged up and done a couple of weeks in Belmarsh. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, yeah. um, it's funny, is it? The first one was silly. It was really silly, arguing with a line. No point. That's a stupid yellow. Yeah. The second one was unfortunate. Fraser Campbell was a, literally a thorn in our side on Saturday. He, he was winding me up watching the highlights because he's literally constantly, he really wanted to score. <laughs> and he was like a little buzzing, annoying bee getting in everyone's face. And he made a, he, he made a meal of that. Yeah. I, I tell you who got him sent off was a lino. Both yeah. things, a lino couldn't have moved his flag quick enough. I know. You know, the lino right? on the second on the second thing off, a lino's reaction was as if he'd Booted drop kicked off. him. Yeah, yeah, it was as yeah. if he'd dropped because he's like, "Am he's waving it around?" Yeah, like he's it's the worst thing he's ever done. That's yeah. why he got straight yellow. Yeah, because of the lino's the, reaction. The shocking thing really is, I, I know it sounds bad, but if the head wasn't there. It, nothing would have been thought of yeah. and he didn't know the head was there yeah. Yeah. and also Fraser, you know, Campbell's, so... Fraser Campbell's foot was like marginally lower yeah, yeah, than Tompkins they both went for it yeah alright excellent so uh, I mean we've had, so as we say that 6-0 result against City in the semi-final was awful but the 2-0 against Cardiff was much better uh, and in the, in, the ga- in the days leading up to that Cardiff game all the talk was about Big Sam and that this could be the final roll of the dice for him uh, Romford where do you sit in that debate, what are you... oh, I sat very much on uh, how much is his cab fare back up to Dudley? Yeah, because I wanted him out. Yeah, and it's not like me. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember last time 
I wanted a fella out, probably curbishly. Really? But apart from that, even Grant, I, I didn't really want out, even though he was useless. <laughs> and that kind of but no, I, I, I yeah. don't like the bloke. Never have liked the bloke. I've tried to like the bloke, but he's yeah. very unlikable. Yeah. Um, he was unlucky last year because he played a lot better than what people said he did play. Yeah. I like a team with a bit of width and all that sort of caper. Mm. But some of the def- some of the things he's done is it Fulham to me. No, no, no manager who's earning pound notes can turn round and play defensively against Fulham. Yeah. Oh, they've just lost six 0 He was a mm. coward. Yeah. And again, I didn't like what he'd done at Forest. Um, City. City was City. Uh, but, you know, you've got to give him fair dues. Abby's got three points out of Cardiff, I'll never know. Yeah. So you've, you've got to give him fair dues. And again, since listening to that that um, that little tidbit after after City where they, they sort of said, well, we can't afford the. F- do we waste four million on getting rid of him and get yeah. someone that we really don't know is going to be just as good as yeah, him yeah, or yeah. whatever? Yeah. We might as well stick with him and spend the four million on the team. Yeah. Sounds really what 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 they're thinking. Uh, we don't need new, more new owners now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if the new if the current owners can't afford it, yeah. You know, I'd rather four million put on a striker or someone at the mm. back or whatever. You know. Yeah. Uh, James is big Sam out of the. Uh, out of jail for you? Is he is he still in trouble? Out of danger? Yes, I think we've got to put the last few weeks into kind of two categories, and the cup matches has been uh, a disaster. Yeah, and it's just been. I think he's. I think he's made a lot of PR mistakes yeah. in the way he's been about it. And and as Romford has said earlier, we've got some really loyal fans and some brilliant fans, and you know the the guys who travel around mm. the country to watch. That yeah. Forest match and the City match, yeah, especially um, after Fulham as well. After you know, and and you know, we put in, we went a lot, didn't we? Over, we went no, to I'm Fulham. On the telly. Yeah, we yeah, went no, all no, 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 over the telly. Cri- and, and, oh. Over Christmas, it probably cost me three hundred quid for one point. So you know, <laughs> if people go home and away every week, deserve better. And you've yeah. got to think that you've got to think that you know, Cardiff, you get what you deserve, yeah. and we did get get what we deserve. But I. You know, he's put himself in a really tough position. Yeah. The way he's treated those two cup matches. Do you think he wanted to lose that Forest game? Yeah, I think he did. He, it's yeah. almost like he wanted to prove a point. I think yeah. so. Yeah. I think he wanted but, just one thing but, to think uh, but, about. Uh, you can't... I, I don't really blame him for that, to be honest. As I, I was saying to some friends last night that I'd rather we were in the cup than... Uh, yeah, but it's a way he did it. we were in the league in the cup, yeah. So we've had on this podcast Tony Cotty, Frank McAvenny, Sir Trevor Brooking, Billy Bonds, but for me the one ex-player I was really excited about is our next guest. He made t- over 200 appearances for the Hammers between 1989 and 1995, completely fearless, whether in the heart of midfield or in a TV studio with a spider crawling up his jumper. Welcome to the show <laughs> for the first name I ever got on a West Ham shirt, Martin Mad Dog Allen. Welcome to the show. Good evening, good evening. <laughs> um, how are you doing? I mean, we, there was much comment about that jumper you were wearing on the FA Cup highlight show, and equally, uh, but the, the spider didn't seem to mind when it was crawling up it. No, no, that uh, that cardigan's got a lot of publicity, God bless, <laughs> and the uh, and the spider. If you really knew, I am absolutely petrified of spiders, and I never <laughs> knew it was crawling up my arm. Um, but no, uh, no, happy days, happy days. Yeah. Um, so we've had a, uh, as from a West Ham perspective, we've had a couple of uh, result, bad results in both cups, but we followed that up at the weekend with a great win. What's your reading of the situation at West Ham? Do you think we're going to be okay? Um, well, everybody was climbing on the bandwagon. Uh, the Nottingham Notts Forest uh, game, obviously, none of us expected uh, the team to win that day. 
with the team that uh, Sam put out. And then um, you would have to be mad if you thought that West Ham were going to go and win or draw or lose 1-0 away at Man City. After they've put seven past Norwich, six past Spurs and Arsenal, four past Newcastle and Manchester United. And West Ham have, you got to say, probably got half a team uh, playing at, uh, at the Etihad. So anybody that fought, you know, got carried away with the excitement of a semi-final. And just being, I'm just being realistic. Yeah. And to say now the facts, bro, that was the teams, that was how it looked. Uh, that was the stats, uh, the form guide. Um, and of course it's disappointing for all West Ham supporters but that's just a fact yeah. and I'm sure he was keeping half of his team back for that um, that game down at Cardiff and as we all know that was a, a very very important game the players responded magnificently well and mm. um, now hopefully they can they can build on it mm. Um, you, you've had some kind of difficult times yourself down, down at West Ham. Um, I, I'm thinking, you know, around kind of 1991 or 92, when, whenever we went down. Um, does, does it look like a team, that, like a, a relegation fodder? Uh, not one of their best players, no. Mm. If, if uh, with any manager at any level, whether you play pub football, um, semi-pro football or professional football, or schoolboy football... If your best players are not playing in a team, you don't win your football matches. Mm. That's obvious. And as a manager that's been involved with uh, when your best players are not playing, you know, you, you pay the price. And if you don't win, whether you've got your best players or not, people uh, straight away say that they should get a new manager in. Mm. Well, with the group of players he's got, when they're all fit and they're all well, then um, they're more than good enough to uh, to be holding their own in the Premier League. Mm. Yeah. Um, we, we just kind of touched on management there. You became a manager yourself, but um, when you first signed for West Ham, it was under Lou Macari, and we had Alan Devonshire on the podcast a few weeks ago, and he said that uh, he was a manager who kind of lost the dressing room. Was that your reading of the situation at the time? Um, I think Lou came here at a very difficult time. Mm. Uh, probably the highlight of his uh, term in management was signing me. <laughs> um, <laughs> you signed a lot <laughs> of great players, Lou Macari. Mm. He, he had a good eye, uh, he, joking apart, he, he could find, he could spot a player, yes, he mm. did. And, uh, Jimmy Queen. so, no, he had a good record in that way, but, um, I think he had a, a difficult time coping or managing, mm. um, with his style that he, uh, he had, which worked and was very successful, mm. but it didn't really at the time fit in to, to West Ham and the senior yeah. characters and the senior staff that were there. Mm. And, um, you know, it was a tough for him. I wouldn't say anything detrimental about him. I never would. Mm. But um, it was a difficult time for Lou, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, and f following him in the hot seat was Billy Bonds. Uh, we had uh, Billy Bonds on this podcast as well. And he said, uh, he said, Julian Dix was a difficult bloke to have around at times in terms of discipline. Um, you were around at the time. What was your reading of the situation? Oh, yeah, he was mad. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> It was fantastic, so funny, yeah. so much self-belief. Billy really did manage him well. Mm. Um, looked after him, managed him, coped with him. Uh, sometimes you'd have to see Billy walking off, shaking his head, <laughs> thinking that geezer is mad. But he used to go out on the pitch and do it. Yeah. And um, there's more to Julian Dix, I think, that meets the eye. You know, the, the, you know, the, the type of guy that we all know. There's more to him. He's a lovely guy, lovely man. Mm. 
and um, he's a fantastic character on and off the field for me to get to know personally. Yeah. I was, I was doing a bit of research before this interview and I read something that you said that Julian Dix used to walk on the coach and rip your cards up if you were playing cards. Oh, God. That's just the, that's just the edge, the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> one day, one day, four of us were playing cards at the back of the team coach. Yeah. And at the very back, there was like a lounge at the back where the curtain would go across and Julian would sit at the back. And then four of us would sit in the next bit down playing cards. Mm. So this card game, I think it was called Aces to Kings. So you'd have to go from Aces all the way through to Kings. So it was, what is it, 13 or 14 hands. Mm. And the scores would all be written down. And then you get to about the jacks, which were then floaters. Yeah. And he would walk past on a regular basis, <laughs> rip up the score sheet. <laughs> Just rip it up into little bits, <laughs> and you'd look. We'd all look at him and just shake our heads and just look out the window, and you'd think, "You there'd be a word before it, you something idiot." <laughs> no one would, of course, dare say it. He was the schoolboy bully. <laughs> and then, if you was reading a newspaper, he'd pick the newspaper up and rip it into a million shreds. What? And, say, and you'd just look at him and just, and he'd say, "You got something to say about it?" <laughs> <laughs> and I used to think it was hilarious and then sometimes I'd read a book Yeah, you'd be reading a book on the team coach and he'd walk past he'd get the book and he'd rip it into a million pieces <laughs> and I just looked at him and I think it was hilarious <laughs> other people thought it was didn't like it but I thought it was fantastic <laughs> did he just hate people holding stuff <laughs> I just thought he, I just thought it was hilarious and uh, you know, you'd be, you'd, there'd be money or like five or a point, you know, nothing yeah. stupid like we read about in the newspapers in those days. Um, and he never ever used to warm up at Chadwell Heath. Mm. He used to take his own bag of balls out into the centre circle. He'd push the ball forward five yards and hit things in from 35, 40 yards into the main goal at Chadwell Heath. Yeah. While we'll all be jogging around, stretching our hamstrings and our calf muscles. <laughs> and he used to say, something waste of time. <laughs> And then he'd say, you're all, um, what's the word? You can say shit, right? It's all right, we can swear on it. He said, said, don't worry, you're all shit. I don't know why you're stretching. (laughs) And then we'd we'd get a little game on, and he'd be the best player. Yeah. And you'd look at him and think, how the hell does he manage that? (laughs) Uh, That was the craziest, maddest animal I've ever met. Really? Uh, I used to love him. I used to love him. What? So what did you like about him? Just his like tenacity and that he was like a bit insane. Uh, crazy. Yeah, he's absolutely crazy. I absolutely loved him, and whenever I see him now, he makes me smile. <laughs> uh, when we played a le- away at Leicester, there was a garage fifty <laughs> yards from the uh, from the hotel, mm. and we'd had all that pasta and chicken stuff at seven o'clock on the Friday night. And uh, which I used to eat, and because I was a good boy. Yeah. And uh, Moncur, Hutchinson, and Dix walked round the corner to the garage to buy crisps, <laughs> chocolate, sweets. <laughs> and they came back into the hotel, and they bought that was on a special offer at the front of the hotel. They bought a big bag of dog biscuits. <laughs> dog biscuits. <laughs> you know, in the old days, yeah. it was like charcoal and plastic containers and kindling and logs. There was a big packet of dog biscuits. They put them in my bed and soaked them all. And I don't know if you've ever seen dog biscuits when they're wet. They go all mush. Uh. So when I got back to my room about nine o'clock after having my fruit salad, 
my bed was covered in water and dog biscuits and the three of them just sat there laughing at me. What <laughs> 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 is this good for And then around? another day, and then another day, I had, um, me and Dix, uh. me and Dix, we had, um, he had me in the corridor of a hotel at Oldham when we were staying away at Oldham on a Saturday afternoon. I had some food up into my bedroom rather than downstairs and it was left on my side on the side by the television there you know in those little hotel rooms and yeah. he came into the room and he scooped the butter out of that little white jar and spread it all over my head <laughs> and I was in a headlock <laughs> now we had to leave for the game at quarter past one and at ten past one I was in a headlock with butter all over my head and he didn't just put a little bit on he gripped me he gripped me tight and I couldn't move I couldn't move and in the end I just started laughing and, and I was covered in, in butter and he thought it was fantastic <laughs> the game was kicking off at three o'clock could have started a new craze of footballers back then with haircuts <laughs> the butter the butter haircut um, oh he used, he, he used to do some crazy things everyone said I was mad he was worse really that's insane. That's the reason why he liked it. <laughs> <laughs> so, who, like, so what, what were the clicks back in the day then? So, I mean, it, was it Julian Dix and Don Hutchinson and John Monker hanging out together? Imagine those three. Yeah. Yeah, and then me. Really? You were the so fourth? Those, yeah, they would, um, yeah, yeah, they were, they were the worst, they were worse than me. <laughs> but then I used to do some silly, I used to do silly things. Yeah. And they used to, um, they used to do worse. <laughs> They would do worse. Who would be the tar? Who would be the biggest target? Me. Really? <laughs> <laughs> did you ever try to get Julian back? Did you? Was there, did you ever try? No. To? Really? You wouldn't do nothing to him. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Julian could rip up the cards, rip up the newspapers, yeah. put butter in your hair. He could do anything he liked. Yeah. And he just sort of said, "Yeah, okay, no problem." Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, Julian. Ah, uh, right. Well, um, well, we had Billy Bonds on. Billy Bonds, obviously, a famous hard man, and uh, he said that him and Julian had a couple of times that they kind of went at it. Did you ever witness? Did you ever witness anything? Yes, five or so. Well, about seven aside on a yeah. Saturday, Friday morning at Chadwell East indoor. Um, yeah, it'd be full on, really? full on, both of them. And sometimes, you know, they're both hard men, very yeah. physical, very tough. And they would both go at it full on. And um, yeah, it's a sight to see. Fantastic. Wow, awesome. Yeah. Well, the Billy, Billy, we were kind of suggested that Billy Bonds, and he agreed that maybe Billy Bonds kind of saw himself in Julian Dix to, like, uh, uh, to some extent. And they kind of both respected each other for being those kind of warriors. Yeah, well, Billy was a warrior. Great mm. man. I saw him the other week and it was like, um, well, you see it now and he's, a, he's like, um, well, he's, he's a, just a man mountain even now. Yeah. Um, Julian is two mountains. He's, he's, he's seven months pregnant now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now don't tell him I said that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Julian's very similar. Very, yeah. very similar. When he pulled that number three shirt on and took to the field, you know, yeah. as we all know, he was just an absolute warrior. Leader, yeah. warrior. Mm. Um, fantastic. Um, 
for the reason that I thought you were one of my favourite players growing up, like because you were that warrior and you encapsulated that spirit of the tough tackling. But one thing we were talking about uh, earlier, just before we got on the phone to you, was your celebrations in front of the empty stand. As a kid, I could never yeah. understand it. So, <laughs> why, where did that come from? Where did the celebration in front of the empty stand come from? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I never used to plan it. It used to be off the cuff. Um, I don't know. Some of the things in front of the chicken run, yeah. it's hard to describe it, really. Yeah. Some of the stuff in front of the chicken run that I used to do is like make faces behind the referee's back because <laughs> they didn't have any video cameras. I could yeah. get away with it in those days. Yeah. Um, I remember standing behind the referee, sticking two fingers up behind his back. And then another time... <laughs> I remember putting the ball up the back of my shirt and no one could find the ball <laughs> when a free kick and someone had been injured and the ref was looking for the ball that sort of stuff and then uh, of course um, you know the, the, the tackles I suppose and the descent yeah all the things the you don't want from your own players well, you never forget those days, that magical debut against um, Plymouth when I scored that diving header from a corner. Oh, yeah. My favourite memory of yours, I think, was the goal against Liverpool at home when you kind of uh, you half volleyed it over David James. I, th- I, th- I think yeah, we ended up losing that, that day, but that was a, such a goal. Well, that was, a, for want of a better word, it was an orgasmic moment. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah coming from the right side going through the middle of their defence yeah. it just fell right and it just fell perfectly uh, to, to go into the top corner so no it was a wonderful moment Yeah, special uh, occasion and obviously the West Ham goal away at Arsenal in mm. the clock end oh, my course, dad yeah. and my son that George were in there Yeah. So and the volley against Wimbledon I saw on the telly the other day that sort of brought back oh, good yeah. memories too yeah, so amazing. So, so now, like you, you, so you've gone on to become a, become a manager. Um, look, how do you, do you think you, you would have given yourself some trouble as a manager? Like, if you were to manage yourself? Yeah, well, I don't really like dis- I don't like ill discipline. Mm. Um, arguing with referees is zero tolerance. Silly fouls, to get yellow cards, is yeah. zero tolerance. Um, I don't know, really. I suppose. Uh, a lot of the things I used to do I probably wouldn't like now in my own players yeah um, I don't know it's a tough one to ask that one tough one to judge yeah it's like the, the game seems to miss a bit you know the characters like yourself mm. and the Dixies and the Hutchinsons these days do you, do you think that? yeah very much so it has changed there's no doubt about it and the actual game of football's changed now uh, the formation now is often 10 uh, 1 yeah. With ten people deep behind the ball and one up front, and then playing on the counter attack. And if the other team get it, we'll get ten behind the ball and keep one up front. Or we can have that high press, and if we don't win it early, everybody mm. get back quick. So tackles have obviously gone out the window, um, and it's now more interception, blocking, and uh, slowing down the opposition, and um, trying to get space behind the back four to to break into with pace. Mm. Uh, so the game, the old game, was a the whole game overall. To watch it for a spectator mm. is different. Yeah. To playing it now is totally different to when I used to play. Um, two teams playing four-four-two and uh, getting it onto diagonals, getting it in behind teams, and getting it up there as quick as possible. Those days have gone. Mm. 
Um, well, so, I mean, are you uh, are you a fan of Big Sam? Do you, th- do you think he's, he should stay in the job, the sort of football he's playing, or do you think it's necessary? I saw West Ham play Manchester United at the end of last season at Upton mm. Park, and I thought they were absolutely magnificent. Mm. Uh, they played uh, they played good football, passing and moving the ball on the grass. I also had the option of getting it up to Carroll with Nolan joining him and picking off the bits and pieces. So I thought it was a good combination. Mm. It's not just Route 1 football. It's a good mixture. It's a good blend. And um, no, they don't play like Barcelona. No, Mm. they don't play like Arsenal. But um, what they do is effective. They do it very, very well. And um, I I think it's been tight cast and it's been unfair. I know you've got that column in the uh, Daily Mail on Monday, Mad Dog on Monday, and I think it was a couple of weeks ago you made the point that um, when, when, when we had an injury in the centre of defence, Big Sam brought on a kind of left-back to fill in at centre defence, and the, the fans were going wild, wild around you, and you kind of said to them, you know, he, he's limited in what he can do, and he has to he has to make these changes. But do, do you think that we as fans don't really understand the pressures and the tactics of, manage, of football management sometimes? Oh, they understand it, all right. Mm. But all the bottom line is all supporters want is the score line. Yeah. That's all the bottom line. Bottom line is uh, who wins. If you win, you go home happy. If you don't win, you go home with the ump. Yeah. Um, but when when you look, we're looking at it. The right back was, if I could say it as easy as possible, the right back was playing right side of centre half, and yeah. the sub right back was playing right back. The left back was playing left side of centre half, and the sub left back was playing left back. Yeah. Yeah. That was his back four against Arsenal. Yeah. Oh my God! No wonder they lost three-one. But the yeah. team played really well. They really uh, gave him every every bit of effort they possibly could. Mm. Uh, they played some good football. I think it was O'Brien had a good chance in the six-yard box at the Bobby Moore end to go two 0 up, and the game would have been over in my opinion. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. it wasn't to be. And then Walcott done the damage against the uh, the lad Bratz, Is it? Yeah, uh, who couldn't cope with him? He's not good enough to cope with Theo Walcott. And there we go. Uh, the game's over. Um, well, thank you, Martin, so much for your time this evening, and, and thank you so much for all those memories in my youth of going over Upton Park and seeing you tirelessly uh, running the midfield and scoring magnificent goals and celebrating in front of an empty stand. <laughs> 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 it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Mine. Thanks Cheers, so much. Top Cheers. Man. Cheers. See ya. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. So, he was... That was interesting. Emphasised a few weird words there, James. Would you agree? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's... It's only talking to It's also... really positive. I just... It's yeah. like... That's what we forget sometimes in our, in our anger and our frustrations about how difficult things can be. And it's just how it's handled. And Sam possibly doesn't handle it well enough. Mm. No, he doesn't come across well. No. No. And the, the, There's no warmth to him, is yeah. there? No. You know? Yeah. He, he would never admit he was wrong. Yeah. You know? And that's... To me, if, if you can't admit you're wrong, you're not a man. But yeah. Some people think it's a weakness. Mm. I'd much rather he turned around and said, I was wrong there. I should have done this. I should have done yeah. that. And I think but he would have got an easier ride. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Joining us now, we have the CEO of KUMB joining us yeah. on his own show. It's Graham Howlett. Hi, chaps. Nice to be back on. How are you? Welcome back. The boss. The boss boss. is here. Behave. (laughs) Behave now. Um, So, so Graham, let's talk about the forum. I mean, obviously, we've had a good result after that Cardiff. uh, That Cardiff game was a good result, rather. And I just wondered how the mood has changed in the forums now that you've got them back up and running again. 
<laughs> well, firstly, let, let me just mention that because it, it always strikes me slightly odd that um, the forum only tends to go down when we played really badly. It, it just seems that uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if, if, if when we win, everyone goes down the pub or what, whatever. But uh, it, it seems to be that you know when, when we've suffered a heavy defeat, we we sort of get everyone coming on to moan. Fortunately, as we all know, that wasn't the case last weekend because. Uh, we, we won, didn't we, for a change? Yeah, we got wow. a good win down at Cardiff, and um, everybody on the forum has been well, mostly positive. Um, there are, obviously, you know, I mean, Allardyce has still got his detractors. I mean, let, let, let's, uh, let's use a phrase that's been um, overused, perhaps, on the forum this week, which is, uh, one uh, swallow does not a summer make. Um, and, and there's a bit of truth to that. But, you know, generally speaking, um, everybody's happy. Everybody's a bit more upbeat. We're out the relegation zone um, it's quite interesting actually I mean I remember uh, Chris you and I were talking last week um, via text and you mentioned that uh, how horrific that league table would have looked if we hadn't have won last yeah, weekend yeah. so um, yeah. but uh, no it's very positive overall everybody's you know, you know everybody's buzzing Andy Carroll's back we've got a couple of goals in the bag um, Traore is hopefully on his way um, Jolien Lescott uh, Isaac Belfordil, etc. All, all these players we keep getting uh, linked with. Mm. Um, how much, and, uh, how much true to them all, though? Probably not much. I, I mean, I'm <laughs> guessing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, give you an example of that, Chris. We, we saw um, West Ham linked with a, a, a guy called Gary Rodriguez. Mm. Uh, Rodriguez, um, uh, who's a winner, a, a winger out in Levski, um, Sofia. Um, now, it doesn't strike me as the sort of player that Allardyce would really go for. But you know, this is the problem with this time of year. You get a lot of agents and managers trying to create a bit of business and, and, and they use clubs like West Ham because they know they're looking for players mm. um, so you, you get a lot of these at this time of year so it, it's a little bit difficult trying to sort the wheat from the chaff but you know you can generally tell so it, it's, it's, it's a bit more promising anyway than this week isn't it I, I'm guessing the, uh, the mood in the studio is a little bit better this week marginally better it's pretty lively. <laughs> um, uh, to, obviously, we're turning our eyes towards Newcastle at the weekend now. Um, what, are your, yes. what, are your, what are your thoughts on that? Well, we've got a terrible record at home against Newcastle. Mm. I was doing a, a bit of um, research earlier, um, and it, it turns out we've only won once um, at home to Newcastle since we opened the West End. Uh, those, of, those of us who were sitting there that day in 2000, and when was it? I think it was September 2001, but do you remember they opened the stand, the, the upper tier? Um, and that was the first game. I think we chanced them 3 0. Um, but, and we've won once at home since then, which was um, five, just over five years ago when you'll remember um, Kayleigh um, grabbed a brace. Um, uh, we've beaten 3 1 at our place. Uh, Evanston got the other one and Michael Owen got theirs. Um, yeah. But, you know, that, and that was uh, under Zola. But, uh, so one win in seven isn't great, is it? But, um, mm. you know, hopefully we can, uh, we can break that hoodoo of not having one um, consecutive home game since returning to the Premier League. And uh, take it from there, but um, yeah. So, so fingers crossed. Fingers, fingers crossed. crossed. I mean, obviously, Alan, Alan, um, effing old C. Pardew is coming back. Um, so it will be interesting to, to see how he deals with Sam Allardyce. And his potty um, mouth. Time. We wouldn't, we wouldn't accept mm. that kind of language Pardew. in here. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> 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 no chalks this week, so, no. so we can put the expletives to one side. But uh, no, it's it'll be, it'll be an interesting game because. Um, Pardew's not very popular up there at the moment, as um, mm. I'm sure you're aware. Um, yeah. Which is interesting, really, considering they're, they're getting the results. But, you know, again, the, the Geordies a bit like us, I suppose. They're not particularly pleased with the style of football. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it should be an interesting game. It'll be a tough one, but uh, I mean, it's like a chance for us to certainly break that um, hoodoo of not having uh, back -to -back, one back-to-back games. Yeah.
Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Thanks, yeah. thanks very much for joining us, G-Man. All right, fellas. See you next week. Cheers. Cheers. See, See you next week. Thanks, Bye now. Okay, so we've discussed some uh, transfer news there with Graham Howlett, but we've got a man down the line now who has uh, very strong opinions on our transfer policy. It's time for Dapper Dan on Twitter's One Minute Rant. Your one minute, Dan, starts okay. now. Right, well, I never thought the day had come where I genuinely was jealous of Hull and their transfer policy. I mean, in 24 hours, they seem to have shipped in two Premier League strikers, and yet we're still sitting on the fence waiting for some geezer to get a work permit that he may or may not get that started about a week ago. I mean, every every single transfer we seem to do, apart from the fact that it gets done all over Twitter via the chairman's son, it's all, it's all to do, it all just seems to take a week and a day and a month, whereas everyone else seems to be able to do this in 24 hours. I just don't understand it. <laughs> And, and you know, and you look at Artson and Kitson back in the day, and it was a brilliant little, you know... 15 seconds. You know, rabbit out the app from Redknapp. And I would have thought Long and Yelovich, they would have done a job for us, to be honest. I would have been happy with a pair of them. I think, you know, Five. with Andy coming back, it would have been good. But, oh, no, we're still sitting here waiting and waiting and waiting. And done. Boom. Boom. There we go. Cheers, Dan. You feel All right, better guys, now? always... Always, always. But other than that, you've had a good weekend, right? (laughs) (laughs) We believe we've won. Do you know what? I didn't even... I was numb to it all. I didn't even know what it felt. Cheers, Dan. Completely oblivious to it. I wasn't pacing up and down my room kicking the cat at all. (laughs) (laughs) Someone just only kicking the cat. (laughs) See you later, buddy. All right, nice. See you later, boys. Excellent. Okay. Well, that was Dan. Yeah. I'm sure he feels better now after that rant about yep. our transfer policy. So Long, some... Long and Yelovich, new Hearts and Kitson. Yeah. Romford. You heard it here first. Well, I don't know about that, but I, I understand where he's coming from, and you turn around and you think, we should have had these players ready and mm. waiting on the 1st of January. Yeah, should have. You know, to go through another month mm. until we actually bring the players in. I'm sorry, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's bad organisation. Yeah. You know I mean, we, sh- we should have had them all signed up and ready to go. Yeah. Well, uh, also, what made me laugh was Allardyce came out and said, um, Hi Tinger, uh, they spent three hours together and it was all, it was all happening. So, like a good now, first date. I wonder what happened in those three hours that he suddenly thought, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Sam got Don't, too I'll tactile. Text you. I'll text you. <laughs> Um, Sam tried to get to second base. <laughs> um, He's got more chance to get to the World Cup not playing with West Ham. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, let's wrap up with some of our other West Ham news. We, uh, we touched on it at the very top of the show, Hitzelsberger. Um, Romford, you've had your two pennies worth. James, what do you think about it? Uh, by all accounts, he's a good bloke, and um, I think... It's. I actually agree with Romford. It's a shame he didn't come out while he was playing for us. Yeah. He would have been a proper hero. Think, yeah. You know, I think he would have got nothing but love from all the West Ham fans, and he'd yeah. be a proper cult figure. I, I really liked uh, him when he played. But I'm for proud us. of him. Well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well I re- and I really liked him when he played for us. Yeah. Funny thing is, if you'd have, if you'd have said to me, "Oh, one player of this team is gay," he's like, "Have a bet." I would never have got that. Who would you have said? I can't say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All them rumours that fly about. I know. There's always ones that are never what you think they're no. going to. No. I mean, I always aren't back to that Ian Bishop and Trevor Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. Ian Bishop was the biggest bloody player going. He made Frank McAvenny look like a bleeding angel. <laughs> if he was shagging blokes, I'd be amazed. You know what I mean? <laughs> if, I, if he was shagging blokes, I'd be amazed. Well, he did have the air for it. <laughs> 
Well, there you go. <laughs> from yeah, everything forward, but his pieces was lovely as well. From, from behind, he was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, OK, uh, let's touch on Ravel Morrison. Now, rumours are abound that um, he's in trouble. Romford, what have you heard? Oh, oh look, I, I'm not usually in the know, yeah. but I know that he's on his way out. Really? I've, I've heard he's on his way out. He's had a, uh, he's had a proper punch-up with Noble. Mark Noble. Uh, Stand-up punch-up with him. Wow. Um, I heard afterwards that he, he kicked a ball into somebody's back garden and turned around and told told the uh, groundsman to go and get it. Yeah. I'm not doing anything anymore. Yeah. And went off in a huff. So uh, apparently they're not very happy with his attitude. Yeah, yeah. He's, and he ain't playing. And let's add two and two together. And I, I, if we can use him as, as a tool to get Jalen Lescott, happy days. Yeah. But, we, we kind of he, he's a great player yeah. and uh, you know we, we all think he, he could be something really special but if he's, he's going to turn the apple cart over we'd have to if we went down we'd have to get rid of him anyway yeah. and if he's going to be one of the reasons that we go down yeah. We, yeah. we've got to deal with it you know if yeah. he brings we can that 8 million or whatever we can get we can bring something in yeah. happy days Sorry. James would you see him would you be happy to see him go yeah, oh, it's a shame isn't it but I feel like he's a luxury and we aren't in the market for luxuries. <laughs> we're it's Just, attritional. I mean, yeah. it's survival. And Bread. you know, if he's gonna, as Romford said, if he's gonna upset the apple cart, then there's not really a place for him. Also, falling out of Noble. What? Oh, oh, what? Team, what? Right? Hold, Hold on a team. minute. No one. Can get Mark Noble. Yeah. Oh, I I mean, Mark Noble. Come on. Don't touch him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. The new Brilliant. Billy Bonds. Um, yeah, before we go, quickly, Newcastle on Saturday. I mean, that's a huge game. We haven't won two in a row under Allardyce, haven't we? And, but, but Newcastle have lost four in a row. Romford, quickly, a prediction? Where, well, yeah, man. That's done. James, agree? Uh, I would love a point. I'd be more than happy to have a point. Yeah. Uh, I said four points out of January, and we've got Chelsea away. We've, we've ch- um, run for oh, the boat. boat trip. Don't forget can't the boat. Forget the boat trip. Loads of room left. Top DJ. Top oh, DJ. Beers on top of the boat. Beers. Wednesday, twenty ninth of January. Sexy You name it, me. Oh yeah. Oh, Bill Rem- Garner's birthday. Bill Garner's you- birthday. Oh, how do I get tickets? How do you get tickets? <laughs> you can just turn up now. You can just turn up. I mean, just your tickets up. in advance. If there's going to be a big queue now, yeah. otherwise, peeing me on the old thing. You can just turn up two o'clock on the Wednesday. Greenwich join Pier. the party. Is it Greenwich Pier, the O2. Yeah. yeah, and it's going to be a mad one. Absolutely on the booze from two p.m. half day. Get on the lagers, bubbles on, under the bridge, underneath Tower Bridge. <laughs> Happy days. It'd be mad what, what to miss what it. What more do you want? To miss it. You know? Yeah, sounds good. Uh, I'd also quickly like to uh, mention our old striker, David Cross. Yeah. Um, because his daughter's in the Asher team and we won uh, the female well we won one of them female yeah. Ashes we won a game of cricket we won a game of cricket the one, the one I wanted <laughs> so I think we should and say well done to him and he's looks blessed yeah. so I feel uh, sorry for him a little shout out to him yeah big shout out and so tiny, a tiny bit of cricket joy yeah. in a miserable winter well so the only way is up for us yeah. the only way is up think positive yes Romford thank you so much for making your second always appearance always a pleasure chat always enjoy your company James Nothing to say. <laughs> so hurtful. <laughs> ever since he I just, ever he didn't since... say anything, he just touched my leg. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> um, you can stay in touch with the show. Romford is a face all over the KUMB forum. All You're over not on Twitter, it. are you? Or anything? Twitter? Oh, yeah. I'm just a twit. <laughs> <laughs> you can get uh, Romford on Bebo. Ro- yeah. <laughs> Romford is all over the Knees Up Mother Brown forum. If you want to follow James on Twitter, you can do so at long as one. Boom. Not long as two, long as one. Oh, not that scumbag, too. <laughs> Graham Hallett's on Twitter <laughs> on KUMB DOTCOM. I'm on Twitter, Chris, at CJ Skull. That's Skull with a C. <laughs> you can uh, also get Graham get you on his alter ego. ChazTours.com. If you want to, if you want to get, get bargain prices. Bargain prices. We really do care. <laughs> <laughs> what a tagline, mates, mates. Yeah. Uh, uh, probably not. Uh, Graham. Uh, oh, sorry. The uh, the Facebook group is going strong. Get on, uh, get on Facebook and look for KMB.com to join the group. Where there's, there's new updates all the time. It's really good. Um, follow the pod. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Yeah, what else should we plug? I don't uh, know. There's great deals at Morrison's at <laughs> the minute. Danny Dyer's book was quite good, by the way. I, I, so if you ever need a book, Danny yeah. Dyer's book was surprised. When I opened it, I thought, oh, yeah. someone don't like me here. But yeah. it was quite a good read, actually. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jeremy. Yeah, nice, but... Chris can lend you one of his copies. Of I just that reread it. I read it. Just rereading it. Excellent. Listen to the audio book. <laughs> Imagine Harry. Does Harry do the audio? No, it doesn't. It's a Cockney guy. <laughs> Imagine him reading it. It's a Cockney it. guy. It's it's a should have Romford to do it. Should have. Yeah. Be all for me, old. They are told me, oh fuck off, do one. Yeah, I'm a fucking wheeler, dude. My name was your booty on the corner. Excellent. Thanks for listening. Let's hope for a result against Newcastle. And who cares about City in the second leg? We haven't even mentioned it, and that'll be the only time we mention it on this episode. Come on, your eyes. Come on, your eyes. Ah, you've been really goal scoring at us.